blacked out and I lost time and when I woke up, I don't know where I was. He did tests on me. the Ponzi Scheme of Podcasting. I'm Damon Shaw. This week's battle is Best Alien. We literally thought we did Best Alien seven months ago after we did Best Robot because of Robots versus Aliens. We completely forgot to do Alien, and because we uh, pussied out on trying to do Best of True Blood, here we are. Uh, with me, as always, is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Mike, who's joining us tonight? Well, tonight we've got Chris Wood. Hey, what's going on? Chuck Farrell. Sean. And Terrace Cassidy. Hey, hey. So uh, this is how we do it. Uh, we've got 32 aliens. We set them up in tournament brackets, which you can download from our website at geekfights.net. We pit one against the other and put it to a vote. Winner moves on to the next round where it all begins again until someone is crowned the best alien. Uh, as always, you can decide the criteria that you use to determine the winner of each match. Uh, who is coolest looking, uh, who is hotter is always a good one. Uh, who is a better metaphor for the human condition? Uh, anything you want, any reasoning, as long as it makes sense to you and supports your choice. That's what we call geek logic. It's the heart of every geek fight. All right, let's start the fights. Chris, this one is yours. It is the doctor, as in Doctor Who, versus Galactus. Uh, I'm totally going to go with the doctor. I mean, he's, you know, a time lord. He's got a sonic screwdriver, and he's got uh, telepathic uh, paper, or whatever you call it. I mean, he can get out in any situation. He's got the TARDIS, you know. I don't know if Galactus has a lot. I mean, honestly, I don't really know a ton about Galactus, so maybe I'm a little biased, but, dude, the doctor's awesome. And he can, you know, he comes back every couple years as a completely different person, so that's pretty rad, too. A vote for the doctor. Mike? You know, the Doctor gets a lot of love on Geek Fights. Um, he's won many times. Uh, when he hasn't won, he has come very close. Uh, 
And I am a big fan of the Fantastic Four. And with the exception of Doctor Doom, they don't really seem to get a lot of love on this show. So I would really want to vote for Galactus. I actually wanted to put the Silver Surfer on the list, but Galactus already made it on here. So I didn't want to double up on that. But I, I am going to vote for the Doctor on a technicality because Galactus um, was an alien named Galen who was from the universe that existed prior to the Big Bang. So he survived and was reborn into our universe. But when he was transformed, he was transformed more into a force of nature than an actual alien being. He does not have a true physical presence. He appears to everybody as a member of their own race, which is why in the comics we see him as a human being. So because Galactus isn't truly an alien, at least in, in a literal sense, he's kind of more a, a cosmic force, uh, I will vote for the Doctor. A vote for the Doctor? Chuck? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Doctor too, just because he essentially can't really die. He's kind of regenerated, and I also think that the Doctor is a lot hotter than Galactus, so I'm going with the Doctor. A vote for the Doctor. Um... You know, even if Galactus was an alien, the Doctor would figure out a way to beat him. Uh, he, the Doctor is is very similar to Reed Richards in that fashion. He can find a way to win. Um, so I, I, I too have to vote. Fuck it, no, I'm I'm voting for Galactus. <laughs> Terrace. Oh, uh, it's got to be Galactus for me. I mean, uh, certainly the Doctor has nice scarves. The Fourth Doctor being, I think, the best. But and he can, uh, you know fight the Daleks and everything, but Galactus devours whole societies. And, uh, and his, the sheer terror of him, if you really think about what he's doing, is, is awesome. So, with no remorse, really. He's just uh, burp and, and, and he's done. So, and, and he's got way more gadgets than the Doctor. He's got the ultimate nullifier, too. So, so it's Galactus. A vote for Galactus, but the Doctor is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Mike? This one is yours. It is Sam George Francisco versus the Navi. Uh, this one is pretty easy, uh, even though I really did like uh, Alien Nation. Um, its worldwide box office was $32 million, and Avatar's was $2.7 billion. And a billion is a lot more. So, the Navi. A vote for the Navi. Chuck. Uh, yeah, Alien Nation, I only vaguely remember watching from when I was younger. Um, and even though I guess you could say the Navi are kind of just like space Native Americans, uh, I still thought they were done uh, in a pretty cool way and uh, uh, will probably endure more as the years go on. People, more people will remember the Navi from Avatar. So I'm going with the Navi. I'll vote for the Navi. I cannot vote for the Navi. They rape things with their tail. They do it all over the place. That's all they do in the movie. They just insert their tail into things and then make them go. So I'm going to be voting for George Francisco because I, I like Alienation, the show, a lot better than the show, a lot better than the movie. So I'm going to go with that one. Uh, Terrace. Yeah, I have to agree with you. I think uh, uh, Sam gives us a first kind of glimpse of that whole alien as refugees thing that is, uh, of course, developed more in just nine uh i i know that uh, he skikes his partner that means shithead in uh, in newcomer ease which is pretty important and most important though is he can drink fermented milk 
like I can do tequila and mezcal. I was just in Mexico, did a lot of mezcal, but he does, uh, he does fermented milk. And so that's, he's pretty badass. A vote for Mr. Francisco. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Chris. Uh, I'm totally going to go with George Francisco, man. Because Alien Nation, first of all, my it was was one of the first like really, really cool, um, you know, alien. Not not necessarily like you know, Star Wars or Star Trek, but like true like science fiction alien that I really dug. Uh, plus, you know, James Con was in the movie. And James Caan pretty much beats anything. So, and get, then then Gary Graham was in the TV show, and you know he later went on to to be Admiral or Admiral Ambassador Saval in Enterprise. So those two things, dude, outweigh the Navi, hands down. A vote for George Francisco, and George Francisco is moving on. And we are on to our next fight, Chuck. This one is yours. It's an easy, hard one. It is Zoidberg versus Ziggy Stardust. Hands down, I got to go with Zoidberg just for the fact that his uh, planet's national anthem is the fight music from Amok Time. Zoidberg. Oh, vote for Zoidberg. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I love Zoidberg. I can't vote against him. Terrace? <laughs> Ziggy Stardust. Uh, Zoidberg might have good music, but uh, Ziggy Stardust is one of the best uh, sets of music ever. You know, download CD, uh, record, whatever you want to do. It's, it's, it's awesome. So Ziggy goes for me. Oh, vote for Ziggy Stardust. Uh, Chris? You know, it's kind of hard because, you know, Zoidberg has lobster hands. And Ziggy Stardust has one, like, you know, blue eye and one green eye or whatever it is. So, for me, it's kind of a toss-up. Uh, so, I'm going to go with, I mean, David Bowie's awesome. I don't know, dude. I'm kind of kind of stuck on this one. Ah, screw it. I'm going to go with Zoidberg. He has those little things over his mouth, those little tentacles. So, there you go. Zoidberg. A uh, vote for Zoidberg and Mike. Um, you know, Ziggy played guitar. Jamming good with Weird and Gilly and the Spiders from Mars. He played it left hand, but made it too far. Became a special man. Then we were Ziggy's band. Ziggy Stardust. A uh, vote for Ziggy Stardust, but John Zoiberg is moving on. That's right. His first name is John. <laughs> I forgot all about that. <laughs> and we are on to our next fight. It is William Shatner versus Predator, which might be the most awesome thing that I've ever said on this show. Uh, and William Shatner being a, a resident alien, as Chris said in the emails, because so, he's technically Canadian. He moved here. He's a resident alien. Uh, versus the Predator. Uh, wow. God damn it, you son of a bitch, because this is a really hard fight, because I like the Predator a lot, and I also like the chat. This is impossible. Um, I will be voting for the Predator reluctantly, because I think the Predator would actually destroy William Shatner. Uh, Terrace? Well, first of all, I'm Canadian, so he's not really an alien to me. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Although he can be kind of strange, but he is a hero of mine. If he was Kirk versus the Predator, then we might have a challenge here. But I have to go with Predator. I think actually uh, the Predator would skin him, and each year he had a, a bigger and bigger skin. And so uh, I think he would also debone Bill faster than Bill could say, get a life. So I'm going to have to go with uh, Predator on this one. 
Uh, vote for Predator. Chris. Okay, so many things fear the Predator. Although Arnold Schwarzenegger was able to kill the Predator. There's only, well, I shouldn't say there's only. There are many things that feared William Shatner. But the most important thing that fears William Shatner is death. Because death can't take William Shatner. The dude's like 80 years old or 81, and he's still trucking. And he gets younger every year. So it's like a mixture of, you know, death fearing him and then the portrait of Dorian Gray. So I'm going to go with William Shatner. A vote for William Shatner. And oh, oh, please. Oh, please. Lords of time, because we are recording this two weeks in advance. Don't let anything happen to William Shatner because he made that statement. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I single-handedly killed William Shatner. You might have. Uh, might? <laughs> uh, you know, uh, one, I will give it to William Shatner for the big giant head. Uh, not any kind of a euphemism, but the character he played on Third Rock from the Sun. Uh, also because uh, I designed the packaging for Third Rock from the Sun from Anchor Bay Entertainment. Uh, no longer available. And uh, also, I don't have uh, the Predator's latest album where he sings science fiction songs. Um or at least, but I don't. I don't think he has an album, um, and I don't think the Predator could put off, pull off a spoken word uh, performance of "Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds." Um, and you know, you just cover yourself with mud, and he can't see you. So I think William Shatner could cover himself with mud. That's and, an excellent. Uh, point. I vote for Shatner. Another vote for Shatner. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Chuck. Which one takes the win? Well. Let's face it, no matter what plan the Predator comes up with, William Shatner will be able to sabotage it. Shatner. (laughs) (laughs) A vote for the Shat, and William Shatner takes the win in a best alien competition. (laughs) We're on to our next fight. Terrace, this one is yours. It is Spock versus Kang and Kodor from The Simpsons. Um, I have to automatically go with Spock. He's a classic all-time best alien of all, one of the best aliens of all time. He's lovable, but Spidey's based on logic. Um, I was recently at the Star Trek convention in Vegas, and Leonard Nimoy gave me a gave a, a farewell speech to, and it was very touching and very emotional, which is opposite to Spock. And so, yeah, I have to go with Spock. Uh, beside Kang and Kodar, failed completely when trying to eat the Simpsons. So I think that that's. Uh, dooms them to uh, be expelled from this vote here. A vote for Spock. Chris? Uh, it's going to be Spock. I mean, Kang and Kodor are awesome. You know, I, I, anything with one eye is pretty rad, in my opinion. And, and I shouldn't say that. If you started off with two, and you just have one now, I mean, that's fine. But if, you're, if you started off with one, that's much radder to me. Don't, don't make me explain that. But anyway, yeah. So what I'm if totally you go from with- three to one? Well, that's that kind of throws a wrench into it a little bit. I, I'm still I'm still thinking if you started with one, you're rather than if you started with three and went to one. Although I guess it depends on how you lose the other two. Anyway, so okay, Spock. Let me just leave it at that. Oh, vote for Spock, Mike. Uh, you know, I, I I really want to vote for Kang and and Kodor just because Spock is actually a a smart, reasonable, intelligent choice. Um, and, uh, and I love Kang and Kodor. I put them on this list, but, uh, I, I can't even bring myself to make a joke of it. 
Um, plus, Spock actually has beaten both the Star Trek Kang and uh, Kodor was also from Star Trek, wasn't it? I don't remember. Um, and, you know, yeah, he, no. is, he is everything that we mentioned about an alien. He is actually, he is hot. I know a lot of chicks that like Spock. Uh, he is cool looking because the pointed eyes and the pointed uh, ears and the eyebrows are, are kind of sweet. And he actually is a very excellent metaphor for the human condition. So on all three of, of my initial geek fight counts, he wins. Uh, vote for Spock. Chuck! I am Clinton. All shall kneel, trembling before me. Um, I really love Kang and Kodos. Uh, really great. Uh, really funny. However, uh, Spock uh, is just pretty much one of the most recognizable alien fictional characters in American culture. And he's fucking Spock. Spock! Another vote for Spock. And I, I too, will make it a quick, clean sweep. Vote for Spock. But I am only voting for small child animated series Spock. That is what I'm voting for. And so what, what if we end up with William Shatner versus Spock at the end? That would be epic. It, that's not going to happen. They're on the same sides of the bracket. Uh, they can't. They can't. Uh, they can't. <laughs> like, oh, we it can. can. Uh, in my mind, it's already happened. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, let's move on. Spock is moving on. Chris, this fight is yours. It is Data versus Scorpus from Farscape. You know, I uh, I actually am a I'm a pretty recent um, fan of Farscape. I'm really digging it. You know, I've been watching it on Netflix, and uh, it's actually a pretty darn good show. You know, and it's got great characters, and it's an original idea. Maybe not the, the premise, but the way they execute it is pretty original. Uh, but I'm always going to default to something in Star Trek. Dude, I run a Star Trek site. Come on. So, Data. I mean, Data is like the, the, the archetype Star Trek character. Something that isn't human, reflecting humanity. So, Data. Uh, vote for Data. Mike. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm tempted here to, to go... Uh, with the technicality on on data, certainly uh, if I did that on Galactus, I probably should on data. And when it was first put on the list, I was like, well, he was born on another planet, but his maker was a human. So, you know, what would you consider a human being born on another planet an alien? And uh, and I wouldn't necessarily. Uh, but, you know, the way that he is an alien is not just because he is... Uh, born on another planet but he is a completely alien race he uh he is completely in every way shape and form different from us in the way that he looks which is also cool and he's hot and he's a great metaphor for the human condition and uh we may not get shatner versus uh spock but we could get data versus spock so i'll vote for data uh vote for data chuck um yeah uh Personally, I think Data is a much better character. I like Data more uh, than Scorpius. However, um, I have to disagree. I don't really consider Data an alien. I consider him, um, you know, uh, artificial intelligence uh, created by humans. And uh, uh, in the Federation, now I'm getting kind of nerdy here, but in the Federation, I mean, all the planets that are members of the Federation are kind of members of the same country and 
if you will. It's not like an alien race. So just out of that sheer technicality, I'm voting against Data, going for Scorpius. A vote for Scorpius. Um, Data was built on a different planet, has a completely different internal structure than an, and than a human being. He procreates in a completely different way than humans. He is alien. He has a child. He built it himself. Uh, I'm going to vote for Data because I'm not very much a fan of Farscape. And Terrace. No, no, it's got to be Scorpius. Data Data's can't be an alien. He's a, he's a robot, first of all. If it was greatest ro- robots, he'd be in there for sure. I love Data. He's awesome. And he wants to be human, so that that's the direction for me. And Scorpius is just one of those great, despicable villains, just really nasty that you just hate at every episode. And, of course, he's uh, Sebastian and Scarin, so he's obviously clearly alien. And uh, I'll have to go for uh, uh, Scorpius. He also has a great other personality as Harvey in the show, which is kind of comic. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I go for Scorpius. A vote for Scorpius, but Data is moving on, and Data was considered to be a sentient life form by the Federation. He's not a robot. Anyway. Although he was on our best robot episode. Yes, he's the only thing that was on both. I I will agree with that. Uh, Mike, this fight is yours. It is Klaatu versus, I'm going to say, Najix, uh, the taco from South Park that shits ice cream. Yeah, I'm, I'm the one who put that on this list. Uh, I actually thought that was a great bit on the show. Uh, if you don't remember it, it was uh, an alien that, um, you know, kind of did the, the thing in contact where they take on a form that you would find agreeable. And the, he showed up and the kids were like, no, this doesn't make me comfortable. And they're like, well, how about this? How about this? And they just start rattling off all these different things. And at one point, someone says, uh, how about a taco that craps ice cream? And he turns into a taco that craps ice cream and they all go, you know, that actually kind of works for me. And, you know, if I had an alien that just could take on a shape, that would be a pretty awesome shape to take on. Um, but unfortunately, I am going to go with Klaatu on here. I mean, that's, I, I think that that movie has not gotten enough respect. And I am certainly talking about the original um, Day of the Earth Stood Still uh, on this show. And I really think it should. And, you know, it, it meets all the criteria I had to to some degree. And, you know, he was an alien that was actually not the bad guy. He was the one that was the good guy, and we were the bad guy. So, uh, I'm going to vote for Klaatu. I'll vote for Klaatu. Uh, Chuck? Yeah, I got to uh, agree with Mike and go with Klaatu as well, um, because I also really like the, you know, the classic original movie from, like, 1950, 1951, whatever. And uh, it's also got a great uh, Army of Darkness uh, connection, too, where they use the line from that, so two good movies. Um, that's where I'm going. I'll vote for Klaatu. I am going from the taco from South Park because it shits ice cream. And and see, it was it was funny when it first, di- uh, first did it, and it was like, oh, that's comfortable. But throughout the episode, it's just walking around and shitting ice cream, and nobody's making mention of the fact that it's got a trail of ice cream shit behind it. Uh, that, to me, is hilarious. And the, the, the day the earth starts still was cool, but I, I, you know, I've never really cared. But I'm gonna go with Najix. Uh, Terrace. Klaatu, <laughs> uh, hands down. Sorry, buddy. Uh, it's just a classic. I like actually, you know, I I like both movies. I like the classic version. I I like the even remake. Uh, uh, Gort is even better in the second show. I think with the nanotech and uh, breaking things down to gray goo and reducing them to the molecular components. So I think he's super cool. 
and Klaatu uh, controls Gork, so I believe that uh, Klaatu should uh, move on. For sure. I'll vote for Klaatu and Chris. You know, it's kind of hard for me. I, I was the one that suggested Klaatu, but anything that poops ice cream, I mean, come on. I don't know, dude. It's kind of hard. Well, here's the deal. There's two things going for Klaatu. Yeah, classic science fiction uh, character. Amazing story. Uh, one of my favorite movies. But then you have the second movie where Keanu Reeves plays Klaatu. That kind of bumps me out. Um, I don't know, man. This is pretty difficult. Well, I think, I think I could put it this way. Michael Rennie was ill the day this, the Earth stood still, but he told us where we stand. So I'm going to go with Klaatu. And that was a Rocky Horror reference. But... And Klaatu is moving on. And we are on to our next fight. It's our first unknown fight of the episode. Uh, Chuck, this one is yours. It is Admiral Akbar. It's a trap! Versus Jared's pick, which is uh, the Magog from Andromeda. Uh, they, I don't know, the, the TV show Andromeda. I don't know if you remember them. They were like a bat-like race. Uh, yeah, I know. You know you know who they are? Okay, I know. Yeah, Mike, it's that's in the first know. couple of seasons of that show. It's pretty good. Um, Go right ahead. Hmm. Uh, yeah, Magog is cool. I actually um, never watched Andromeda when it was on TV, so I thought it looked kind of hokey and stupid. Uh, then I ended up watching it down the line, and I actually thought it was really good. Uh, didn't finish the series, so uh, I think it's a pretty cool pick, the Magog, so I'll give a shout-out to him. But Admiral Akbar, man, I had to figure when I was a kid, Star Wars is awesome, and, you know, say what you will about them kind of overhyping Admiral Akbar in recent things like uh, Family Guy and Robot Chicken. He's still awesome. Akbar. Uh, vote for Admiral Akbar. Wow. <laughs> you know, I kind of want to vote for the Magog because, you know, they, uh, they feast on humans or any any other alien species. That's what they do. They just, they're, they're a human-sized predator that hunts humans. And, and actually, if I'm not mistaken, they they uh they have babies by like fucking corpses and like the babies eat their way out or something like that or no no they're not corpses they they impregnate people and then the babies eat their way out which is which is cool but uh I just like saying it's a trap so I'm going to keep going with Ed Blackbar uh Karis yeah your your logic on this one is completely dead on. <laughs> Uh, it's cool that they lay eggs in Magog, that they lay eggs in leather beings. It's very cool and gross. Uh, but uh, Akbar, uh, you know, he gets to control all those ships that you see on Return of the Jedi. He's got googly eyes, and my daughter tells me that he's a uh, Mon Calamari, and thus he's probably really tasty deep fried. So I'm going to have to go with uh, Admiral Akbar. A vote for Admiral Akbar, Chris. So who is Admiral Akbar again? Oh, come on now. <laughs> I'm just joking. Sorry, that was the lame uh, Star Trek versus Star Wars uh, joke. Anyway, um, Admiral Akbar. I mean, that's one of my, honestly, that's one of my favorite characters from uh, the Star Wars universe. So it's pretty simple for me. I don't honestly know. I've never watched Andromeda, so I don't know who the, the Magog are. Although, Damon had some selling points, you know, babies eating their way out of bodies. So I don't know, but I'm going to go with Ad Admiral Akbar. A vote for Admiral Akbar, and you've never watched Gene Roddenberry's Andromeda? No, what killed it for me was Kevin Sorbo, so I don't know. Sorbo's great on that show. Yeah, that's how I I'll, felt, but it's good, yeah. Maybe I'll give it a shot. Yeah, it, it's pretty good. Uh, Mike, what's your vote? 
I've I never watched Andromeda, um, and uh, I I won't even try. Uh, uh, not a chance. And uh, you know, Admiral Akbar. If one one reason I would I'll vote for Admiral Akbar, even though I was always confused if he's a fish guy, why is he breathing air? It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but back when we were playing the Star Wars trivia game, somebody pulled out a card. And before reading the card, the guy just answered Admiral Akbar, <laughs> and it was the correct answer. <laughs> and ever since then, we would just randomly answer Admiral Akbar, and every once in a while, it's right. So uh, for that uh, game reference alone, I'll vote for Admiral Akbar. You know, such is life, right? That's just the answer sometimes, Admiral sometimes Akbar. Sometimes the answer is Admiral Akbar. <laughs> It's a trap! And Admiral Akbar is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Oh, it's mine. Ooh, this is a hard one. It is Ford Prefect versus Space Lincoln. That's right. Space Lincoln yet again makes his way onto our show. Oh, good lord. There's so much Space Lincoln. I love Space Lincoln. I love the, the history that we've made for Space Lincoln that none of you have ever heard. Like, there's a whole backstory we made up. Uh, Ford Prefect is cool, but I'm going to give a little love to Space Lincoln here. I'll vote for Space Lincoln. Terrace. Yeah, uh, you know, Ford's cool, for sure. He's got a towel, he's got a guidebook, you know, the whole bit. Uh, but uh, Space Lincoln is awesome. I mean, uh, any chance of uh, hearing the address in space, that's kind of cool. And knowing that Captain Kirk's, uh, one of Kirk's uh, favorites is Lincoln, the he a hero of a hero is awesome. And uh, so I really like that. And besides Ford, he couldn't even handle uh, Vogon poetry. I, I'm sure Space Lincoln would kick Vogon ass for sure. So it's got to be uh, Space Lincoln. I'll vote for Space Lincoln. Chris? Two words, dude. Space and Lincoln. I mean, <laughs> we're on... I just, I don't know where that came from. You know what I mean? Like, when they were thinking of an episode, they're like, who was awesome? Oh, you know, Abraham Lincoln was pretty awesome. Maybe we could just throw him in space. I don't know, dude. It just kind of blows my mind. I'm going to go with Space Lincoln. Space Lincoln. Uh, Mike. Uh, Ford uh, would be great to have around. Um, and, you know, he he probably is fully aware of Space Lincoln. Um, you know, I'm sure Space Lincoln is in the uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy as well. Um, and it would only have one word, like Earth originally did. That, and then that word would be awesome. Um. Maybe they changed it to very awesome. Maybe Ford wrote the entry. But in any event, uh, Space Lincoln would just kick his ass. Another vote for Space Lincoln. And Chuck. Um, yeah, if it was Space Ford, maybe there would be a competition. Okay. However, it's just regular Ford. Space Lincoln. I just have to jump on the irrational allure bandwagon of Space Lincoln just because he's so campy and awesome. Space Lincoln. Space Lincoln with a judo chop takes down Ford Prefect. And we are moving on to our next fight. Terrace, this one is yours. It is the Centauri from Last Starfighter versus the man who gets no love on this show, Superman. Oh, I got to give him some love. I think uh, Superman's a great character. And, uh, uh, you know, it's cool that uh, the Centauri had the, the cool 40s hat and everything like that. But KL... He, he, he rocks. He's the classic good alien. Uh, he he's definitely from outer space, even though he looks human. 
Um, yeah, I love that his super identity is actually his real his real identity, and his costume is a human shell. So I think that's kind of a good reversal on that. And uh, he's interesting because he's so perfect, and he always does the right thing. So uh, it, it's got to be Superman. So I'm I'm going to give him a little love. Uh, vote for Superman, Chris. Well, Centauri came to Earth to give kids video games. And Kal-El came to Earth to save humankind. Uh, you know, in my book, honestly, I'd rather have video games. So I'm going to go with Centauri. Uh, vote for Centauri. Mike. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've given <laughs> up uh, voting for Superman on this show. It's just not worth it. So, Centauri. A vote for the Centauri. Chuck. Okay, the Centauri may have brought us video games, but it was to train people to kill. Okay, Superman stops killing. Superman. <laughs> A vote for Superman. Now, this is hilarious because I thought those two last two votes were going to go completely opposite and it was going to be tied up and coming to me, but it's still tied up and comes to me, and I could put Superman right the fuck out of this one right now by going... He was raised on this planet. He didn't really know he was an alien until he was an adolescent. Uh, he's not really that alien other than his physiology, but isn't that all it takes to be an alien? Uh, if William Shatner's an, an alien, Superman's got to be an alien. And Plus, I really don't like Last Starfighter. I watched it again like a few months ago because it was on Stars, and I'm like, wow, this is the shittiest movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, you mean you, you, you brought video games down, then you're going to abduct me and take me into space to die? <laughs> like, like that's, that was their end game. Like, no, we're going to train you and take you out into space, and then you're going to die. Wait, what? Well, there's a good possibility that you die. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm voting for Superman because I don't know that he abducts children by playing video games with them. So, you no, know, actually, now that you say that, that is like the world's worst pedophile movie, dude. They're like <laughs> kids to go into space. Yeah, they totally are. Come with me in my little space van, kids. It was a van, too, man. Oh, yes, wow. <laughs> so it's like the Centauri and the Traveler. Yes, the Centauri and the Traveler are hanging out. <laughs> but anyway, Superman is moving on. But we get Superman versus Space Lincoln. That's kind of sweet. And we are on to our next fight. Chris, this one is yours. It is Marvin the Martian versus Al. Yeah, dude, I kind of have a soft spot for both. I mean, when I was a kid, you know, mid-80s, I guess it was 85, right? Was it 85 or 87 when Al, Al came along? 85, right? It was in mid to late, yeah. Okay, so, you know, I was like 10, 10 to 12 when Al came along. And he's a wisecracking alien. Who does the risky business thing, singing into a pickle? I don't know, dude. I kind of dig out. I kind of, I kind of like him. I mean, you know, Willie, his, you know, the the father from the family, he ended up, you know, making out with homeless dudes and smoking crack later in his life, which I could kind of respect that. Whatever, you know, whatever. You got issues, right? Uh, but uh, Alf, I kind of dug. It was, it was an original idea. The Brandon Tartikoff idea, he brought so much stuff to NBC, dude. It was, you know, he really, he caused the golden era of television in the mid-80s. Uh, so I'm going to go with Alf, dude. Uh, vote for Alf. Mike? Yeah, I, um, 
I loved Alf when I was a kid. I mean, he was he was the kind of he was a fun alien. Um, he was, you know, short and fat and kind of grumpy and hairy, and and so was I. And uh, he was kind of a, an asshole and and sort of the sort of asshole that you kind of want to be. And Marvin, he's a little ambitious. You know, I don't I don't know if I'd really want to hang with him much, but uh, I would definitely hang out with Alf. A uh, vote for Alf, Chuck. Um, yeah, uh, don't get me wrong, I like Alf, I respect him, you know, for what it was, but, uh, I was born in 83, and I kind of missed the whole Alf bandwagon, um, so I just was never really into it, whereas Looney Tunes, you know, pretty much most kids watch Looney Tunes, and I really love the, you know, the Daffy Duck Duck Dodgers in the 23rd and a half century, uh, whole bit between him and Marvin the Martian, so, uh, um, yeah, I'm going with Marvin the Martian. Uh, vote for Marvin the Martian. Uh, I, I know I've said this before when Alf was on the show once before. The reason I vote against Alf is because when I was watching Alf, the series finale of Alf, the series finale, I lived in California. I was a little kid, and it was at the the birth of the highway chase where they follow them along and show it on the news. And the finale of Alf was preempted, and I still, to this day, do not know if he made it home. That was what the whole final episode was. So because of that, I cannot vote for Alf because NBC was preempted for a fucking car chase. I'm voting for Marvin the Martian. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Terrace. Which one takes the win? Well, uh, you know, Alf is like the Archie Bunker of aliens, right? Uh, he's, uh, he, you can see him smoking a stogie beat up and everything but marvin marvin's classic you know he, i mean he does have one line that i really like he says uh, there's no evidence of intelligent life on earth and i can kind of relate to that he says i'm very very angry and he has super cool ray guns so i, I have to go with marvin Sorry. and marvin the martian takes the win we are on to our next fight mike this one is yours it is alien yes that alien I almost put alien from alien, but when you say alien, people kind of know what it is versus the Horda. This is a very interesting matchup and it's one that it's, you know, how, how would this actually go down in a real fight? Um, and, uh, you know, I, my money's probably on the Horda. I think they're a little bit more intelligent if it's just one Horda on one alien, a swarm of aliens, but, you know, maybe a whole bunch of hordas, you know, both have kind of an, uh, an acid thing going, but I don't think the aliens can really bore through rock. Um, but you know, I'm going to give it to alien because we've already got like two star Trek things going through here. And, uh, I think that's enough representation for Trek and, uh, you know, alien was an awesome movie. Uh, vote for alien Chuck. Hmm. Yeah, this is tough. Um, well, you see, the Horda um, can simply reproduce by laying eggs, whereas the alien needs another life form to gestate inside. And in fact, based on what life form it gestates inside, it can come out different. For instance, a print alien. So the real question here is, can an alien gestate inside of a Horda? Horda in which case it create an even more badass version of an alien horda, in which case I give it to alien. Oh, vote for alien. The Hortalian. <laughs> the Hortalian. 
that's that's a strange name. <laughs> I was trying to come up with something better, but they, actually, that works. Um, yeah, I guess I'll go alien. I, I, I have no real reason. I, I, I don't really kill. I don't like the uh, hoarder that much. No kill. I whatever. Uh, terrorist. <laughs> Actually, I thought this was a real interesting one. I, I, I thought uh, it all came down to kind of the reproduction, and uh, you know, they both have eggs, but but Alien has more. Uh, how do you say? Uh, more versions of how to reproduce. Like it has the egg, which is cool, and then he has the face hugger, and then the chest exploding thing. And yeah, it's a, a, Alien is a much more alien than in that sense and so I have to it's all about reproduction for me so it's going to be alien uh, vote for alien and Chris I'm kind of conflicted about this one not that I haven't been conflicted about every single thing I've talked about tonight but you know on one hand I would go automatically Star Trek um, but you know the Horta that's probably one of the 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 most skippable other than the way to Eden TOS episodes for me. I mean, it's fine. Don't get me wrong. Whatever. It's, you know, if you like it, that's your thing, but it's just not mine. Whereas Alien, and actually Aliens, uh, was the first movie that creeped me out the door. I mean, like, I loved every second of it, but man, it it was just terrifying. Um, So I'm going to go with Aliens. Plus Sigourney Weaver was pretty hot in that, so. Yeah. (laughs) Vote for Alien. And uh, we are an alien moves on clean sweep, very quick and easy. Uh, on to our next fight, Chuck. This one is yours. It is Starman, also known as Jeff Bridges, Starman versus Lando Molare. Um, yeah, I I saw Starman with, with the Jeff with Jeff Bridges a while back. I don't really remember it that well. Um, however, Babylon Five is probably one of my favorite shows. I think it was really underrated. Never really got the love. Uh, it deserved, and I will say, when you watch it now, it looks like a lot hokier than uh, it doesn't hold up as well visually with sh- shows like uh, you know Next Generation or Deep Space Nine. But uh, the storylines were awesome. Some of the characters were also awesome. One of which was Lando Malari. I'm, I don't know the name of the guy that played that dude, or the actor, but uh, phenomenal, awesome character. Uh, love him. So I got to go with Lando. Uh, vote for Lando. Um, I'm voting, I'm voting for the dude. I'm voting for Starman because, you know, I did, I didn't like Babylon 5. I tried several times to watch it, but that's a really, really hard show to get into. Either you like it or you don't. And if you don't like it and you watch like 10 episodes trying to get into it, it's, it's actually pretty torturous. Uh, so I'm voting for Starman, uh, Terrace. Yeah. B5. I, I actually really like B5, but, uh, Starman, he's got like one of the best pickup lines ever, right? He just says, uh, uh, your son will become a teacher. He meets the chick. He says, your son will be a teacher. They do the nasty. And they, he can leave. No forwarding address because he's an alien. And did, he, did she even get the dude's name, his real name? I don't even know if she did. So, yeah, uh, uh, Starman. Uh, vote for Starman, Chris. Yeah, I just recently rewatched. It's funny, right before we started talking about doing this episode, I rewatched Starman, and I had seen it a lot as a kid because they played it on TV. Um, you know, TBS, you know, TNT, those kind of stations played it a lot when we were kids, uh, and I didn't, didn't appreciate it as much. But rewatching it 
that uh, that was a pretty amazing role. And, and Jeff Bridges did a really great job of playing someone completely foreign to Earth and coming down and, uh, you know, just exploring everything for the first time, the way he moved, the way he talked, just kind of honestly getting used to the body he was in. Um, to me, that was that's pretty close to the perfect picture uh, of how an alien would, would react coming to Earth, an, an intelligent be- being coming to Earth. Uh, and he is the dude, so. Starman. Uh, vote for Starman. Uh, and Mike. You know, I uh, I have to second the the love for both uh, Babylon 5 and Londo Bellari. Uh, I don't think it gets enough love. I agree completely with you, Chuck. I think it, it was a, a fantastic show, and Londo was my favorite character on the show. Um, and, you know, there were a lot of great long storylines and uh, character arcs in that show, but Londo's was, was my favorite. Uh, he was... Uh, kind of a very classic villain of the piece, but even you don't realize it at first. And, you know, you, you see when it happens, you see when he realizes that it happens. It's a, an amazing tragic character arc that, uh, I think is, is as good as any on, uh, on, on star Trek. Um, you know, and, and a great performance by, I think Peter Jurassic is his name. Great makeup. I thought it was the best looking alien race on the show with that big freaky ass hair and uh sort of you know, colonial uh um dress uh so even though he's not going to win and, and still babylon 5 goes out quickly on this show uh, i just want to uh to throw some love its way and you're right you know it's probably one of those things most people don't like it but everybody should try it because if you are one of the people who like it uh you'll really get into it but starman is moving on we are on to our next fight. It is the Thing versus uh, the Canimates uh, from the Twilight Zone. Those are the folks that uh, have the cookbook to serve man. And, and you know, that, that whole Twilight Zone episode. But, um... Fuck it. I'm going to vote against the Thing because we've been loving the shit out of the Thing the last, like, two and a half months. So, I'm going to go with the Canimates. Uh, Terrace. Uh, yeah, this was a hard one. I really like that episode of Twilight Zone. Awesome, awesome, uh, awesome piece. But I have to go with the the thing. It's just so alien. It's the the, the archetype of something so different. Like you don't even know if it has an uh, an identity. You don't know how if it's just out to kill, or you don't know. You can't get into its head or anything. So I think it's just by the nature of how alien the thing is. He's got to win. Uh, vote for the thing, Chris. Dude, I'm still reeling that Centauri is just an intergalactic pedophile. That's totally like ruined parts of my childhood. Thinking back on that. Um, anyway, between the two, honestly, I don't really, I, I don't have much of a preference. I liked the original, the thing, the movie. So maybe I'm just going to lean that way. So I'm going to go with the thing. I mean, it's Twilight Zone's great too, but I don't know if I've seen that episode. So if I had, maybe my, my opinion would change. But for now, I'm going to go with The Thing. Uh, vote for The Thing. Mike? Oh, well, the episode, I believe, is To Serve Man, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. They, are the, uh, they are the guys with the cookbooks. Um, and, you know, I, I agree, Damon. I think we should maybe put a temporary ban on The Thing and Thing-related things because uh, they've been on, got the last, like, 
five out of the last six or so or something like that. Uh, you know, twice in the finals, once one win in in October. Uh, so for that alone, I would. But yeah, I mean, the Canamits, they uh, they were going to eat people. That inspired V. Um, in many ways, they uh, they were the kind of inspiration for uh, for a lot of uh, other characters, even Kang and uh, um, what's the name? I called him Kodor before, but I th- but that's not correct. It's Kodos. Kodos. Um, and, uh, and it's Lurch. So I got to give it to the, uh, the two serve man dudes. Oh, holy crap. I have seen that episode. (laughs) I like that realization. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, it is all tied up. It comes down to you, Chuck. Which one is moving on? Okay. Well, first of all, the, the whole big thing with the thing is that you don't know he's the thing. Oh my God. It's Biff. No, wait, it's the thing. Okay, that's why the thing is so powerful. However, okay, the Canamints, or whatever the hell they're called from the Twilight Zone episode to serve man, came down on the planet, handed us a book, pretty much saying that they were going to eat us, and convinced us all voluntarily to go back to their planet. That's even more badass, because they did it right in front of us, um, and uh, just through our own stupidity and greed, they destroyed humanity, and that's why I choose them. The Twilight Zone aliens. A vote for the Canimates, and the Canimates are moving on. We are on to our next fight. Terrace, this one is yours. And I, and I apologize, because th- this hasn't happened in a while. Both of these are your picks. It's the Klingons versus Lobo. I know, that was super hard. When I saw the list, I'm like, oh, I'm going to do that. But uh, no, Lobo's the main man. And uh, he's the last of his kind, of course, because he killed all the other uh, Loboites or whatever their names are. But uh, Klingons, uh, I've been really into Japanese culture since I was like 16, and they have a warrior culture, and I think that uh, alien alien race with a warrior culture is super cool, so I have to go for Klingons. Uh, vote for Klingons, Chris. Well, yeah, it's going to be Klingons for me. I mean, there's really no question. You know, it's like it's like a warrior race of metalheads, like an intergalactic race that just like parties down and smash, smashes each other in the face and then goes out and, you know, rapes and pillages. I guess they're kind of like intergalactic Vikings that dig Molly Hatchet. So I'm going to go with Klingons. <laughs> uh, vote for Klingons. Mike. Um, you know, I, I really like Lobo a lot and, you know, we, there really aren't a lot of other comic book characters on this list. Uh, but if I wasn't going to vote for Klingons before the, uh, Vi- the Viking Molly hatchet fans pretty much would have sold me. So I'm going to go Klingon. <laughs> I'll vote for Klingons. Chuck. Okay. We have the Klingons who are an extremely badass alien race. And we have Lobo who is a parody of an extremely, uh, badass uh, characters. I still love Lobo, but I mean, Klingons are fucking Klingons, and uh, D Space Nine is probably one of my favorite shows, and they really go into just like the Klingon culture, uh, just like right after fighting battle, almost getting mortally wounded, we're chugging barrels of blood wine. Klingons. Uh, vote for Klingons, and it's not a clean sweep, because I've said this before on the show, I will say it again, while working at Star Trek The Experience, 
I would be in the retail store as a dude in the retail store. I'm just a black guy. People <laughs> would walk up, look me in the face, and then ask if <laughs> you. I am <laughs> I'm voting for Lobo. You're not saying <laughs> I am not a Klingon. <laughs> you know that would have been great if you would have just like pulled out a batleth and gutted one of them. <laughs> that that would have been great. Yeah. But, but I would get asked that all, all the time. Oh, are you supposed to be Klingon? Like, I'm just a black guy. I'm just a black. Guy. <laughs> Where's your headpiece, man? Nope, just a black guy. No. <laughs> I wouldn't even have a problem if they were like, oh, you look like Jordy or Mayweather. <laughs> it was always, are you a Klingon? <laughs> but the Klingons are moving on. And we are at our last fight of the episode. Uh, this one Not is yours, Chris. It's of the round. <laughs> of the first round. Whatever. Uh, it is E.T. versus Karen's unknown pick. She actually did record it. <laughs> A very long voicemail message for this one. Uh, this is Karen's pick. They are the piggies from uh, Speaker for the Dead. Uh, oh, oops, my phone just turned off. Let me do this. Uh, here we go. Maybe. Come on. To me, the best alien is one that is completely unlike anything that we have on Earth. So my pick for best alien is the piggies from Speaker for the Dead, which is the to Ender's game. I know it's a long shot, since it isn't something you're likely to know, but hear me out. Imagine they're on a strange planet, the species of alien that seemed friendly and primitive. They seem to worship trees and are curious about you, but very protective of many aspects of their own culture. Then one of you seems to have been murdered by them, his remains dissected, displayed in an intricate pattern, and a seed left in the middle. Um, you're also told to break off contact with them. The piggies, it turns out, are species so unlike humans that it was impossible to understand their motives without the whole picture. They're born in trees and they eat their way out of their mother. Most females are impregnated as juveniles to be devoured by their offspring. A few feral females become the matriarchs of society. Males have a second life as a small, vaguely creature. Uh, they are the only fun creature that you ever can see. If you were visiting there. When one of these piggies reaches the highest social status, he is given the honor of becoming a brother of Mother Tree, and the rest of his section while he is alive to be transformed into the tree, which he does. Then they were just trying to honor him. They expected that out, but nobody understood, uh, which is why I find them to be unsalient. There we go. The big, long explanation <laughs> of the piggies. From, and then, uh, let's see. Pequinos. If, if you're saying it in Portuguese. Uh, Chris, that one is yours. Well, are we talking about the Spielberg E.T. or the Cheech and Chong E.T.? It's up to you. Okay, I'm going to go with the Cheech and Chong E.T. because that's Eddie Torre. So, <laughs> I'm going with E.T. Oh, vote for E.T. How did I know that was going to happen? Mike? Uh, yeah, like you said who it was and then uh, when Karen explained who it was, I pretty much just stopped. Figured, well, I'll go with the one that I know. So uh, I'm going with ET. You son of a bitch, uh, Chuck. Um, I'm voting for ET, but I'm actually voting for a different version of ET. It was a porno 
called the, uh, the erogenous terrestrial. So I'm going for ET. Another vote for ET. Uh, I'm just gonna. Uh, I'm sorry, Carrie. I'm piling on the other way. I'm voting for ET, even though he scares the shit out of me. And uh, Terrence. That's just so unbelievably bizarre because I was not going to vote for ET because yeah, I, I think it came in just after I was I was a little bit old, too old for it. I thought I was too old for the movie, so I didn't really didn't even really like the movie that much when I was younger. But, uh, <laughs> since we've got a porno and an extra t- t- testicle, I have to vote for ET. So ET's got to go. Uh, voting for Eddie the Extra Testicle. And uh, <laughs> E.T. moves on, and we'll be back right after this. Uncover the cover-up at the 2008 Amazing Roswell UFO Festival, July 3rd through 6th. Experience the alien village with ongoing music and out-of-this-world activities. And don't forget the famous UFO parade, alien costume contests, street dance, sports tournaments, and lots more. Pick up your Shop Roswell Passport and experience the Amazing Roswell UFO Festival, July 3rd through the 6th. For more information, call 1-888-ROS-FEST or online visit UFOFestivalRoswell.com. はい、こんにちは。私はブナサー会の主席ブナサーのりあきです。ギークファイトを聞いてきてありがとう。And we are back doing what we do every week, coming at you with Geek Cred. Uh, Chuck, what is your Geek Cred, sir? Uh, well, I actually work at the Geek Squad, so uh, that's one towards me and uh, big Star Wars slash uh, Star Trek fan. Um, you know, big into sci-fi, I collect lots of stuff uh, that I don't really need and waste my money on it because I'm a geek. And, um, you know, I could go on and on, but I'm a geek. Thank you very much, Chuck. Yeah. This. Well, I have a giant collection of snow globes. Let's just start off there. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I run a Star Trek website, uh, and I don't get paid for it, so that pretty much makes me a geek. It's it's almost a daily event for me having to write something. Not that I don't love it, but the fact that I don't make any money on it, I think that probably shows my my uh, devotion and my geekdom. So if you want to check it out, it's uh, in, you know slash uh, shameless plug here subspacecommunicate.com. and life after Trek. <coughs> exactly. There you go. <laughs> anyway, uh Terrence, you're new to the show. Yeah. Uh, what, what is your geek cred, sir? Well, all things geeky, actually. I love, uh, I'm a painter. I do uh, lots of miniature tabletop stuff uh, for Warhammer 40K. Love uh, science fiction books since I was a kid, into futurism, um, nanotechnology, other high tech. Love comic books. Uh, but lately, I've started a new business called Geek Nation Tours. So, again, a shameless plug there. So, we do tours to all things geeky. Cool beans. Well, let's let's go on a tour, geeky, back into best alien. That was not a very good segue. I know that. <laughs> but move. Thank you for booing me, Chuck. <laughs> Fuck you. You're off the show. Hey. <laughs> there goes the pain. I didn't give you a good lead in there, so maybe <laughs> it's all right. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Mike, this fight is yours. It is the Doctor versus Sam George Francisco. 
Um, yeah, I'm going to stick with the doctor here. Uh, you know, I, I'm kind of wondering at this point, do I start even really saying anything because he's going to start barreling through like he usually does. Um, and against a guy that's been in, you know, one movie that was really good and a TV show I never watched versus, uh, the guy that's in, you know, possibly my favorite TV show right now. Um, I'll go with the doctor. I'll vote for the doctor. Chuck. Yeah, um, an alien refugee or a character that's in the longest-running science fiction serial and a dude who can transcend time and space and is kind of reincarnated into other forms. Uh, Gotta go with Doctor Who. Uh, Vote for the Doctor. And uh, oddly enough, today is the 48th anniversary of Doctor Who. And I mean today, today, the day that we're recording, so... You can figure that out. You know the day that the date that we recorded the show. Uh, I actually got mad about Doctor Who because everybody talks about it. it's the longest running science fiction show. It's better than Star Trek because of that. But I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say things about it at all. I'm going to vote for the Doctor this time around, and I will save my Doctor spite for later rounds. Uh, Terrace. Yeah, I mean, like I said, George can, can drink. Uh spoiled milk, but I have to say that the doctor uh, for this round, I'm going to have to go with him simply uh, because of the scarves. He's got scarves. So, uh, the doctor. Uh, vote for the doctor and Chris. So the guy that played George Francisco, Sam George Francisco for the Alienation movie was Mandy Patankin. He also played Inigo Montoya from The Princess Bride. And I don't know where I was going with that, because I re- honestly, I, I'm not a huge fan of The Princess Bride, so I'm going to go with The Doctor. <laughs> oh, over The Doctor. <laughs> and The Doctor moves on in a clean sweep. And we are on to the next fight. The fight that will decide who goes up against The Doctor and probably wins. It is John Zoidberg versus William Shatner. And Chuck, that one is yours. Oof. Yeah, this is a really rough one. Um... He's really like both of them. Um, hmm. I'm going to go with Shatner. A vote for the Shat. You know, if it was two years ago, I'm voting Shatner. Easily, quickly, <clears throat> hard, fast Shatner. I love the fuck out of Shatner, and I still love Shatner that much. But, John Zoidberg, the fact that he has a first name now, this past season of Futurama, they flushed out Zoidberg like crazy. There is so much Zoidberg in this last season, he becomes a great, almost epic character. I am going to vote for John Zoidberg and his really cool hair. So I'm voting Zoidberg. Terrace. Well, I, I think I, I love, again, I love Bill, uh, Mr. Shatner, but uh, I'm going to have to go with Zoidberg because I, I, simply because he is an alien. Uh, uh, Bill is uh, just one of us, uh, a Terra walkers. So uh, I'm going to go with, uh, with uh, Zoid on this one. Uh, void, vote for Zoidberg. I almost said a void for Zoidberg. <laughs> that was a little weird. Uh, Chris. So what's the what's the tie now? Is it a tie or is it? Uh... It's not a tie yet. Okay. So Shatner likes food, and I think that if 
Shatner met Zoidberg, he would see Zoidberg as a lobster and would eat him. So I'm going to go with Shatner. A vote for Shatner. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Mike. Which one takes the win? It is. I mean, it's William Shatner is has more geek cred than anybody in the world. Without him, we would not have a show. Very literally, he certainly meets all the criteria. He's uh, hot. He looks cool, and uh, he's a great metaphor. But all I can think of are three words. Why not Zoidberg? And I can't come up with an answer better than that. So Zoidberg. What? And Zoidberg (laughs) takes down Shatner. And Zoidberg (laughs) is moving on. We are on to our next fight. An epic fight, some would say. It is Spock versus Data. And I know... Some of you have said that Data's not an alien, but he's a fucking alien. He's recognized as an alien creature. He's he's a mechanical alien creature, but he's an he's an alien nonetheless. Just like the the little things that uh, Wesley Crusher created that tried to destroy the shits. What are the nanomites? The what the fuck were those things? But they weren't very small. No, they weren't very small. It was like a big fucking boat that was floating, and it looked horrible. Anyway, exocomps. Exocomps! The exocomps are aliens, and they were created by humans. Uh, I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna vote for Data, because as I said before, I was voting for the small child Spock from the animated series. How could, how could he beat Data? He can't. Uh, Terrace? No, no, it's gotta be Spock. Uh, sorry, Data is not an alien. He's a robot. Uh, he may be sentient, but he's a sentient robot, and he might get up right and everything. Uh, in the alien sense. Plus, Spock has secondary character from Mirror Mirror, and uh, Evil Spock is going to beat Data. Vote for Spock. Chris? So how can Zoidberg beat William Shatner? I don't understand that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Centauri is a pedophile. So, so Centauri's a pedophile and Zoidberg beats Shatner. It's like dogs and cats living together. Okay. Um, between the two, I, Spock versus Data. I mean, the first thing I remember from Star Trek, to be honest with you, is Spock in the uh, Star Trek The Motion Picture. And, you know, I was like five. I saw it in Galveston, Texas. My family was on vacation there. It's it's one of the first motion pictures. It, it actually is the first motion picture that I remember. And the, the besides the wormhole effect, I remember Spock showing up and it being a big reveal and just being mesmerized by the way he looked and his pointed ears. And uh, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm ticked off, dude. I'm going to vote for William Shatner. <laughs> I will take that as a de facto vote for Spock, though. Yes. Yeah, sure, whatever, dude. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Because I will counter vote if the vote for William Shatner, who is no longer in the show. (laughs) Nah, dude, I'm going to vote for Spock. Like I said, it's the first thing I remember uh, from from motion pictures. I'll hold my bitterness in. I'll keep it as a little flame inside my heart. Until you get back around to Zoidberg. (laughs) Exactly. I'll vote for Spock. Mike? Uh, Yeah, I... um... I'm I'm I want to vote for Spock because everything that Data is Spock did first. He looks cooler. 
But uh, I think I will vote for William Shatner. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much what uh, Mike just started to say. Um, see, Data, what happened was, the, the way I see it is when they created the character Data, they went, okay, we're going to create a character that's like Spock, but not completely like Spock. He's going to be different. Uh, so he's kind of like the cool analytical thing, but then they added the part how he's trying to be human to differentiate him from Spock. But um, bottom line is that Spock is classic. Everyone knows who Spock uh, is, even if they never watched Star Trek. So everyone knows Scott, beam me up Scotty, and something involving Spock. So, Spock. And Spock takes the win. We are on to our next fight. Terrace, this one is yours. It is Klaatu versus Admiral Akbar. Uh, oh, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, I'm basing this on, partly on that you saying that. So can you say that one more time? It's a trap! <laughs> <laughs> and he's calamari. Calamaris are tasty. But Klaatu is too classic to not vote for. I'm sorry. Um, sure, Akbar can control spaceships, but Kalatu's actually trying to help everybody and you know make us be self-aware and everything, so I gotta go with Kalatu. I'll vote for Kalatu. Uh, Chris? William Shatner would eat uh, Admiral Akbar also, by the way. Just clear that up. Um, uh, you know, between the two, um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Kalatu. I, that movie is, is classic science fiction, so not that I don't dig Admiral Akbar being one of my favorite Star Star Wars uh, character, but um, if you watch, if you watch uh, the day the Earth stood still, I mean it is honestly like one of the best stories. It's a classic story, and it told told you know, it's been told throughout the ages in different forms. But but um, I think it's just a, a pretty amazing movie, especially for its time. So I'm going to go with Klaatu. Uh, vote for Klaatu, Mike. Um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to vote for, uh, for Klaatu also because seriously, what's up with the fish guy breathing air? Shouldn't he had a, a helmet that had water in it? That doesn't make any sense at all. And it's a trap. Uh, you know, Admiral obvious, Hey, the death star works. Hey, maybe the Bothans <laughs> lied to us, you know, come on. What the fuck did he really do? Um, and, and yeah, Klaatu brought a message of, of peace and wonderfulness to earth and we shot him and then his big robot started frying us there's something to be learned from that a vote for Klaatu Chuck uh, well it looks like Klaatu has won at this point however I believe that if Klaatu went up against Akbar in a fight Klaatu would not be able to repel fire of that magnitude Akbar a vote for Admiral Akbar. Um, Admiral Akbar is amphibious. That is why he can re- breathe air, Mike. Very simple. Ooh. Right there. That's Just a fish looking dude, not a frog looking dude. I, uh, frogs look like that too, motherfucker. Space and, fish. Yes, he's a space fish that can breathe air. Wow. Really? That, that, that's your logic flaw of that character? Not the, <laughs> not the fact that 
a, a, a species probably wouldn't evolve to that big with eyes on two sides of the head. It's really hard to see that way. Predators get you very easily. Well, when you're that big and slow, I'm going Not to if be you're covered with mud. Oh, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Anyway, I am still voting for Admiral Akbar because my my tongue can't handle flavor of that magnitude. Uh, it hurts so bad. But Admiral Akbar, it's a trap. It's not moving on. Klaatu is moving on, and we are on to our next fight. It is an epic battle. It is Space Lincoln versus Superman. Chris, that one is yours. I'm just going to go with Space Lincoln, dude. Superman wears tights. He looks like a girl in that outfit. So Space Lincoln. Stove type, stovepipe hat. You know, did you notice that when Space Lincoln shows up, he's sitting on what looks like the Lincoln Monument? Because he's Space Lincoln. And Space Lincoln gets a vote. Mike! Uh, you know, like I said, I'm not going not gonna to tease myself with a uh, Superman victory at this point. Um, and, uh, you know, Superman's got, I think it's called Klukor. It's a Kryptonian judo, but, uh, I have, I have, uh, checked with Alan and, and Space Link and in fact does throw the Tomonagi and the Koshigaru, uh, Garuma, excuse me. Um, and I think that beats, uh, Klukor. So Space Lincoln. Uh, vote for Space Lincoln, Chuck. Space Lincoln is so awesome that you see his image everywhere. They've put him on money, they've built statues of him, that's how great Space Lincoln is. That Star Trek episode is so iconic, it's inspired thousands of Americans. And let's face it, it doesn't matter if you're thousands of light years away from Earth, or hundreds and hundreds of years after your death, Space Lincoln will show up. You can't, uh, you don't know, nobody expects Space Lincoln. <laughs> vote for Space Lincoln. I will be voting for Superman because, as we all know, Space Lincoln plotted the death of Michael Jordan's father. Uh, we all remember it. It was there. It happened. He traveled back in time to free the space slaves. That's what he had to do. I'm voting for Superman, though, just to fuck with Mike. And Terrace. Wow. This one is super hard. Super hard. I love Space Lincoln. Um, but I think that Superman has a better message. And he's super. I know that Space Lincoln... If it was super Space Lincoln, then I might I, I might vote for him. But super is... Superman is super, so, so I have to go with Superman. I'll vote for... Plus, he looks good. He looks good in tights. I'll vote for Superman. Mike, you are the deciding vote that makes Space Lincoln move through. Are you going to let that happen? <laughs> I'll let Space Lincoln move through? Yeah. Well, yeah, Space Lincoln. All right, then. Space Lincoln <laughs> takes the win. Superman goes down because of a vote from Mike and no other vote. It was all Mike. I'm blaming him. And we are on to the next fight. Mike, it Dude, is yours. Tomonagi and Koshigaruma. All right, you can't argue against it. I don't understand it. It is Marvin the Martian versus Alien, which is a really fun fight if you think about it. Ortiz, it's yours. Um, you know this is this is kind of strange because I'm I'm thinking about the in the Alien Horda we we got the Hort Alien, 
Um, so I wonder, would we have a <laughs> Hort Darvin here? Which would be an alien, but he'd have a helmet and a ray gun. Um, so, I, yeah, I think the alien would still do it. Uh, vote for alien. Chuck! Um, yeah, again, unfortunately, my uh, the logic that I created earlier essentially guarantees that the alien just becomes a more badass version of whatever it's fighting against. So, uh, I'm going to have to go with the uh, Marsh alien. A vote for the Marsh alien. Um, I don't know. I, I think Marvin the Martian is is smart enough to destroy the alien homeworld before they have a chance to come and get him. Uh, so I'm going to go with Marvin the Martian. Terrace? Wouldn't Daffy Duck fuck it up for him, though? Possibly. <laughs> That's despicable. That's despicable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to top that. Okay, so I think actually in Alien Three, that was Marvin Ooh. the Martians. That was Marvin the Martians' dog. <laughs> so, in essence, uh, that means that Marvin the Martian was nowhere around. So that uh, he must have been already dead. So I'm going to go with Alien on that one. He already took Marvin Martian's dog away from him, and he must clearly have killed Marvin already, so it's Alien. A vote for Alien and Chris. So the fact that Space Lincoln beat Superman kind of takes away the sting of William Shatner losing, so I'm feeling a little bit better about all this. Um, You know, between the two, Marvin the Martian, you know, the Roman helmet's pretty dope. all All he has is a pair of eyes. Uh, but aliens have two mouths. They've got a mouth inside of another mouth that comes out and tries to eat you. That's just insanity to me. Like, it starts eating you with one mouth, and this other mouth pops out. Um, so I'm going to go with aliens. <coughs> and alien takes the win. We are on to our next fight. Chuck, this one is yours. It is Starman versus the Canimates from Twilight Zone. Hmm... I'm voting for the Canimates because Twilight Zone is awesome and because Starman defeated Londo. Wow, that's a reason to vote for Starman for me because I really don't like that. Uh, but, uh... The Canimates have given me lots of funny cartoons after the fact because you've got The Simpsons doing it. I think it happened on, Looney, on Tiny Toons once. I think it's happened many times after that. Uh, of things being the misinterpretation of the the cookbook. So I'm going to go with Canimates. Plus, uh, Chuck made a pretty badass uh, statement before about them, you know, tricking all the humans to go on their, their fucking spaceships to go be cattle. That's kind of sweet. Uh, Terrace. Yeah, that's really good logic. I, I said that the Canimates are, are super cool. Yeah. And I was just trying to figure out what's more alien than that. I think, though, the Starman was more of a energy type of thing going on. So, um, I think I'm going to go to Cadmets just because I think they're more more my vision of, an, of aliens in general. So, I think uh, I'll take it to Twilight Zone. Uh, vote for the Cadmets. Uh, Chris? Uh, I'm going to go with Starman because that rug really tied the room together. Did it not? A vote for Starman, the dude Starman, and Mike. 
Uh, I will vote for the Canamids. Um, that that whole story, uh, you know, it, it it goes along, and you think it's one thing, and then at the end, there's a twist. Um, it's a great twist, and you know, you kind of could have seen it coming, but but you didn't. And uh, that's that's really the quintessential Twilight Zone episode. Um, and you know, it is also. I think realistically our first contact with aliens will not be they they want to learn from us and understand us. I think they probably will just want to eat us. A vote for Canamits and Canamits are moving on and we are on to our next fight. It is Klingons versus E.T. I am scared of E.T. I've been mistaken for a Klingon without wearing makeup and no, I'm not horrendously ugly. It's just white people can't tell the difference. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to be voting for E.T. just for that fact. So my vote goes to E.T. Uh, Terrace? <laughs> it kills me. <laughs> I want to meet you. I just, I just want to look at your forehead really carefully if I ever meet you in person just to see how you've got a crinkly forehead or anything. So that's, that's awesome. Um, Klingons all the way. Klingons is uh, their warrior culture, and uh, and we're just talking about a tactical here, okay? So uh, I think Klingons have to go. Oh, vote for Klingons, Chris. Yeah, you know, between the two, if it were Spielberg's E.T. or Cheech and Chong's E.T., they would still lose to the Klingons. Um, the Klingons would sing stories of in the Great Hall of killing E.T. and slaughtering him, and Slaughtering his whole race. So I'm, yeah, Klingons all the way. A vote for Klingons, Mike. Now we we mentioned before that Klingons were were really kind of a metaphor for for Vikings, a science fiction Vikings. Uh, but ET is in in very many ways a metaphor for Jesus. Um, you know, he descends from the heavens. He can heal. He dies. He resurrects, and he returns to the heavens. Um, and, you know, Christianity beat uh, Viking and paganism, so it's going to have to go to E.T. <laughs> A vote for E.T. <laughs> <laughs> it is all tied up, and it comes down to you, Chuck. Which one takes the win? Does, does Space Jesus take the win over Klingons? Hmm. Well, Mike's point about Christianity uh, defeating all those other things, uh, Christianity was also then brought down by pedophilia. Uh, but um, The Centauri are already out of the fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the Traveler yeah. didn't make it on this list. Um, yeah, I, this is a tough one. I really like them. I gotta say, when I was a kid, I was um, really on the edge of my seat, kind of terrified of the idea of these government agents tracking down E.T. and shooting them with their flashlights. Um, however, the Klingons are just significantly more badass. Uh, so cool. Every time they have like a Star Trek episode that focuses on the Klingons, even the cheesy one from the first season of Next Generation where they scream into the air, even that is great. Klingons. And the Klingons are moving on. We are on to our next fight. It's for a spot in the final four. Terrace, this one is yours. It is the Doctor versus Dr. John Zoidberg. Uh, 
uh, I just don't want the doctor to win. That's the problem. But I, I think he's a better alien than Zoidberg, honestly. But I, I just don't want him to. Vote no, I, 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 I gotta go with Zoidberg. Sorry, <laughs> I, got, I, got, I just have to. I like the doctor, but but yeah, I gotta go with Zoidberg. Uh, vote for Zoidberg, Chris. Screw Zoidberg and his stupid lobster hands. I'm going with the doctor. You're just bitter. I am very bitter. <laughs> vote for the doctor, Mike. Uh, you know, the doctor is is a fantastic character, um, and and he does fit a lot of the the criteria that I mentioned. Zoidberg, maybe he doesn't entirely, but one thing he does fit is he's a character you can identify with. I mean, the Doctor is a, a super genius man with no powers, but still has the ability to do whatever he wants and figure out exactly what needs to be done. You know, hot women just follow him, him around the galaxy. Um, you know, you want to talk like the creepy pedophile. He just like gets hot chicks, takes him into a fucking phone booth. And spins around time and space a while with him. Then drops him off when he's done. You know, that's sounding better and better. I might be changing my vote as I say this. But no, fuck it. I'll never be that guy. But uh, I am Zoidberg. Uh, vote for Zoidberg. Chuck. Hmm, this is tough. We got a Jewish space lobster versus a crazy British guy with a time and a machine that goes through time and space. Um... I really like Zoidberg a lot, and I really love Futurama. Um, also, really like Doctor Who. Mm. But in terms of being best alien, Zoidberg is kind of more alienish. Uh, this is a tough one. I'm going to go with the Doctor just because, uh, um, even though he may be just a kind of a humanoid alien, he encounters a lot of cool. Uh, things that are sort of alien in a sense. So I'm going with the doctor. A vote for the doctor. It is all tied up. It comes down to me. And uh, I completely lost my train of thought. And I don't know who I'm going to vote for right now. No, I do know I'm going to vote for. It's going to be the doctor, John Zoidberg. Goddamn right it's Zoidberg. He's an everyman. And actually... He's an excellent doctor. He just sucks at human physiology. That was the thing that nobody picked up. He's great with everybody else. He fixes people. He's fine with every other alien species. He's horrible with humans. He just can't figure us out. I'm voting for John Zoidberg. Zoidberg all day. And Zoidberg, the man that took down Shatner, is into the final four. <laughs> and we are on to our next fight. Wait, wait. Zoidberg just took down William Shatner and the doctor. I love that. We're on to our next fight. Chris, this one is yours. It is a hard one. It is Spock versus Klaatu. Yeah, that's pretty simple for me. I'm always going to default to Spock. He's honestly the first alien um, that I knew, you know, in, in science fiction. So, um, yeah. Although Klaatu's, I mean, Klaatu's a really great character and a great story, but Spock's, Spock is the alien. I mean, in my mind, he's the first alien, so Spock. Uh, vote for Spock. Mike. Yeah, I, I'm also going to go with, with Spock. Um, Klaatu fits the story that he was in perfectly. He was a great character uh, in a great movie, but Spock is a great character uh, 
just in fiction. I mean, he's transcended not just one movie, but, but one uh, media. And uh, it's, he, he really is just, a, there's a huge character out there. We get two hours or 90 minutes of Klaatu's life. We've seen Spock really literally from birth to death. Um, well, maybe not death. Uh, well, yes, death and back. So, uh, you know, and so he, he's a much better character and his alienness is integral to that character. So uh, it's Spock. Uh, vote for Spock. Chuck. Um, personally, I really loved that scene in the day of the earth stood still when Klaatu gets uh, high on spores and makes out this really hot blonde chick. Oh, wait, no, that's Spock. Spock. Uh, vote for Spock. Um, yeah, I, I really, really like Keanu Reeves' performance, so I'm going to be voting for Klaatu. <laughs> I, I am. I'm voting for Klaatu right now. Terrence? <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> Spock all the way. It was a, he, he is the classic. Uh, he, he's given us so much more. He's a reflection of us. And yeah, I think that's Spock all the way. And Spock is into the final four. We are on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is very difficult. It is Space Lincoln versus Alien. This this is tough because, you know, the, the juggernaut of the alien can just become this. Um, if the alien can impregnate Space Lincoln, we would get a Space Link alien. <laughs> and that would be unstoppable. I mean, that would win this fight, wouldn't it? I mean, there's never no way you can take that down. Is that is that possible? But I, I, I remembered then that Space Lincoln is an Excalvian. Um, and although they are made of stone, they can to either transform or shift their personal reality to become other things like a space link alien. But it would be a space link alien that could actually shape shift into other things too. Uh, so as the alien evolves, it too could evolve. Uh, and this could really just go on forever. Um, but if space Lincoln wins, I'm going to play that, uh, Getty or uh, that space Gettysburg address as the outro. So space Lincoln. <laughs> I'll vote for Space Lincoln, Chuck. All I have to say, if a Space Link alien is ever created, may God have mercy on our souls. I'm voting for Space Link alien. So wait, is that a vote for Space? <laughs> <laughs> That's killer. <laughs> Damon, obviously you don't understand that I'm voting for alien because it created the Space Link alien. Okay, I'll vote for the program here. I, I, I couldn't tell because <laughs> the knowledge of the alien have to overtake Space Lincoln to become Space Link alien. So uh, I kind of get I kind of get this show now. It's best <laughs> if you have lots of beer around you. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, Space Lincoln or alien? Uh, <laughs> since I don't want the Space Gettysburg address to be played, <laughs> I'm going to be voting. For Alien, um, Terrence. Well, yeah, it's got to go Alien. I love Space Lincoln, but Alien is 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 one of the first movies that really freaked me out. Uh, and it is so alien. Like it, it it's different. It's it, Space Lincoln can be recognized as a human if you stopped on a planet and you just landed, just so happened to see at the same time they're all fighting and everything. 
you would have thought that Space Lincoln was human. So, uh, whereas Alien has uh, so many gross stuff, so things dripping from the wall, things bursting from your chest, I have to go with Alien. Alien. Uh, vote for Alien and Chris. So what's the what's the count now? I've lost track. You know, I almost never tell people, but uh, right now, Alien has three points. Okay. Well, I guess it doesn't really matter. Uh, it always matters. You might sway somebody. Yeah, you know, Space Lincoln, he is awesome in all his Space Lincoln ways. Um, but Aliens, dude, seriously, that that movie scared the crap out of me when I was a kid, and it was very alien to me. And recently rewatching the first one, I've come to really appreciate the Ridley Scott alien. Um, even even much more so than than uh, uh, James Cameron's Aliens. And they're both great, but uh, the first one was extremely creepy. Um, so I'm going to go, and, you know, I came to this realization too. How did we not how did not how did, how did somebody not suggest the Borg? Dude, the Borg. The Borg could destroy anything. The Borg could destroy William Shatner. The Borg could destroy Space Lincoln. What anyway. about a Borg what about a space Borg alien? Yeah, well I think the Borg would win in that situation. Okay. Between the two? I don't know. Anyway, I guess it's, that's a fight for another time. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna go with Alien. And Alien is moving on. Sorry, Space Lincoln. Your, your murderous days are over. <laughs> we are on to our well, on to our last spot in the final four. Chuck, this one is yours. It is the Canimates versus Klingons. Hmm. Uh, I really love Twilight Zone. I really love Star Trek. Um, but, uh, you know, they have the to serve man, the cookbook in their language, but did they ever translate Hamlet into that language? I own a copy of Hamlet in Klingon. I don't think they have that in the Kanemitz uh, 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 language. So just by that alone, I'm going with Klingons. Uh, vote for Klingons. Um, see, I, I, I'm, I'm still not going to vote for Klingons because people would mistake me for Klingons. And the thing is, there were white Klingons. Uh, what is it? Kempek was a white Klingon. They, I mean, they kind of phased him out during the middle of Next Generation, but they came back during... He was a uh, token Klingon, man. Was, no, he wasn't. Wasn't Gowron a white guy? <laughs> they're all white guys. Literally, there are only three black actors to play Klingons. Three! The rest are all white people. This is why it's so frustrating to me. So people think you look like a white guy in makeup. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that is why it will be both for the Canimates. <laughs> you, you know about the uh, uh, guy who played the main Canimate or whatever was also the guy who um, was Jaws in the James Bond movies. Nice. Yeah, so unnecessary <laughs> fact there. Uh, unnecessary James Bond fact. That's right. Coming from Chuck. <laughs> Um, Terrace, what's your vote? Oh, the Klingons. The Kling yeah, I gotta go Klingons. Klingons. Klingons have a huge culture. They're, they're, they have way more depth to the Canimates. That if we knew more about the Canimates, maybe I would vote for them. Because clearly, um, 
eating humans might be a good thing. And then I'd like to know why they decided to, to maybe, maybe that's their delicacies. Other races kind of like us, we go eat blowfish and that kind of stuff. So, uh, and, uh, maybe humans give them into death in digest. We don't know that, but if we knew that, then I would say, let's go for them. But, uh, we know much more about Klingons. So I'm going to be voting for the Klingons. Uh, a vote for Klingons. It's because humans are fucking tasty, dude. Have you ever eaten human? I mean, human flesh is so fucking sucky. Oh, shit. This is being recorded. Um, uh, Chris, go ahead. Dude, humans have got nothing on poppers is all I got to say. Um, I'm going to go with Klingons because Damon looks like a Klingon. <laughs> Not even cool. Not even cool. Uh, Mike. Uh, I am going to go for the Canamids. I actually, yeah, that you're right. It was Richard Keel. I thought it was the dude who played Lurch. I must be thinking of another alien for him. Um, but uh, also because, um, I mean, they they are a great a great uh, race and, and, a, and an amazing integral part of Star Trek. But I have one serious problem: is a lot of these Klingon cosplayers. They get, you know, they, they try to get really into it and, you know, they'll even kind of get in your face, but in all the times I've ever been going to conventions, I've, I've just wanted to see one of them maybe get a little, a little drunk for real, a little fucked up and, and just kind of piss somebody off and, and just, you know, slice somebody. <laughs> and, and when there was that stabbing at Comic-Con a couple of years ago, and I actually, somebody, I got a text. That said someone got stabbed at Comic Con, and I was like, finally, one of those guys snapped. And then to find out it was like some Harry Potter guy who stuck another guy with a pen. And I was, and I'm still disappointed that we uh, we have not been able to accomplish this properly. And uh, I'm disappointed in the Klingons, especially because if they're really going to be in character, they uh, they should cut a motherfucker. So cannabis. Someone robbed the bank with us, uh, but you know. It was a Seven Eleven. <laughs> I've seen the video. <laughs> but the Klingons are the last ones into the final four. We've got Zoidberg, Doctor John Zoidberg versus Mister Spock, and we've got Alien versus Klingons. Uh, Terrace, you're going to take this fight. It is Zoidberg versus Spock. <laughs> uh, William Shatner. <laughs> You can't vote for William Shatner here. <laughs> uh, no, it's got to be Spock. Uh, Zoidberg may be cool and clammy or a lobster E. However, Spock is the classic alien, and uh, and uh, without, I, I think he should move on to the final. Uh, so uh, it's got to be it's got to be Spock. Uh, vote for Spock, Chris. Dude, if Zoidberg beats Spock, there's no hope for humanity. Uh, Spock. I mean, there's just, uh, there's no, there's really no, not even any point for me to, you know, say why. Spock, 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 Spock. So, rock out with your Spock out. Uh, vote for rocking out with your Spock out and being a Spock locker. I'll vote for Spock. Mike? Uh, you know, I don't, I, I really don't know why, but I want to vote for Zoidberg. I mean, there's no rational reason. Uh, it should be Spock. Spock's better in every conceivable way. Um, and, but I just keep going, well, why not Zoidberg? And, uh, and I don't know. I mean, I, I, 
the the case that you made about you know this voting poorly for humanity as Zoidberg wins that that I like that so let's vote for the end of humanity in Zoidberg oh it's so wrong a vote for Zoidberg uh, Chuck the only logical answer is Spock yes a, a vote for Spock and I I will continue my my love for Dr John Zoidberg I, I I just love the fact that you know. He has friends who won't like give him food. Like he hangs out with people, and he has a job, but he never has any money. Uh, he's so down on his luck. I like that about John Zoidberg. But Mister Spock is moving on into the finals, and let's see who he's going to be up against. Chris, this one is yours. It is Alien versus Klingons. That's pretty tough because they're both pretty hardcore, and. It would really come down to numbers. Are there more aliens or are there more Klingons? Because they would both fight to the death. Kling aliens. Kling aliens. Whoa, that just kind of blew my mind. Kling aliens. Huh. Things that run around with awesome hair, but then can, like, <laughs> attach to your face and lay babies in your body. Ah. Uh, let's think here. I'm going to go with Klingons, dude. Did you notice that from, of course, the Klingons change? obviously from TOS to TNG and, and on, but they lose their ears. TOS, they had ears. The, the, you know, the TOS movies, if you want to call them that, just the Star Trek movies <laughs> before Next Generation, they sort of had ears. Next Generation on, they did. So just think about that. Talk amongst yourselves. Well, they went the way of the white Klingons. They just disappeared. <laughs> the elusive white Klingon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kim Peck was the last one. Wasn't that the albino? The albino, yes. Uh, let's see, uh, Mike. Uh, yeah, I will vote for the Kling alien. What the hell is that a vote for? Alien. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck. I'm also going for the Kling alien. <laughs> I'm going to interpret that as alien. I, too, will be voting for the alien because I've never been mistaken for alien. I've been mistaken for fucking Klingons. As Mike said, like a, I look like a white guy in blackface. That's amazing. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and terrorists. <laughs> Wouldn't this be a great movie, though? Or a comic book? Kling aliens? Kling. Alien versus Klingons? Wouldn't that be awesome? They would have very long, bumpy foreheads. <laughs> oh, the after effect. I want the I want the, the first battle. Like a whole bunch of Klingons fighting aliens? I think that would be awesome. That would be kind of cool. But what is your vote? <laughs> uh, is this all about voting this show? <laughs> um, I have to go with aliens. Uh, just so creepy. I love Klingons, but uh, aliens are, are are the pinnacle of uh, of movie aliens. So yeah, I, I, I think it's got aliens. And aliens moving on. We've got Spock versus Alien. And uh, Mike, why don't you take that one? You know, it, it would be really interesting if the winner of Best Alien is Alien. Um that uh, would be really, really kind of on the nose. And and they are great aliens. Um, 
and uh, it, it is a great race, but uh, I, I almost feel kind of bad voting for Spock, but like it's been said before, he really does embody what alien means kind of in a metaphoric sense. Um, and he's an alien among Starfleet. He's an alien among his people. Um, you know, but he's still a character that you can uh, relate to and connect to and, and, you know, the desire to, to use logic to rule his life, uh, and, and being unable to is something that, that a lot of people can sort of get. And, uh, you know, alien, it's a, it's scary and it's cool. And, uh, and I certainly wouldn't want to have to deal with one and they make exciting movies, but you know, in any kind of deeper level, it's not as strong. I mean, there's a hive mind thing going on, but, uh, consumerism, maybe if you want to get really, really stretching it, but Spock, uh, just has a lot of depth and a lot of meaning. And, uh, and he, uh, turns evil when you put a goatee on him. Uh, vote for Spock. Chuck. All I have to say is God help you. If a Spock alien has you in a Spock alien death grip, uh, now, the one thing that I love the most about the alien, as I've mentioned in other podcasts before, is that uh, the alien is truly alien. You know, like what it would be like to encounter just a completely different life form. And for that reason alone, I think it deserves to win. So I'm going for alien. Uh, vote for alien. Terrace. Oh, really? Oh, man, this is a hard one. This is actually the one I feared was going to happen, actually. On this, this is... Uh... I, you know, I love, I love Spock, and I love the fact that we can relate to him, and that he is alien uh, uh, on all counts. Like we were saying earlier, that uh, he's not even uh, he's alien uh, as a, a Vulcan too. He's not uh, he's ostracized there too. So, but uh, as the freaky strangeness of the of aliens, it's just. It is pinnacle, uh, and uh, although I probably, if it was heroic aliens, I would definitely vote Spock, but I have to go with aliens. Uh, Vote for alien. Hmm. I have the opportunity to do that, but I will not. uh, I've met Leonard Nimoy. I've also met uh, Zachary Quinto, or Quinto. Both of them, really nice dudes. Uh, both of them play Spock. Spock, therefore, must be a really nice dude. So I'm going to be voting for Spock. It is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Chris Wood. <laughs> oh, wow. See, <laughs> uh, Wood? I am glad, Tim. You know, uh, I have been and always shall be your friend. That is probably one of the most poignant uh, dialogue. <laughs> this is totally. Re- this is so stupid. Like I'm going to say, that's the most poignant dialogue ever written. Give me a break. No, it's awesome. I love it. I, I you know, I watch Rathacon. I honestly tear up every time Kirk looks at Spock's chair and Spock's missing. It kills me a little inside. I watch the original series and Spock. He's he's the driving force behind the show. Uh, everybody else is kind of all over the place, even Kirk and Spock's, uh, unless, you know, he gets infected with something and then he starts crying. Uh, but uh, he's he's just the, the driving force behind the show. He was in Next Generation. 
Uh, and wouldn't it totally blow your mind if I went with aliens right now? No, nah, I'm going to go with Spock, dude. It's got to be Spock. Yeah, it would blow my mind because I'd already wrote, written down that you voted for Spock. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the reason you almost said it's the most poignant line of dialogue ever is because you meant it. It's true. It, it really yeah. is. Nothing touched me like that. Yeah, you're it, right. It is a great line. It's and a it's, it's fun to say it to your friends and mean it. Yeah, that's, that's the funny thing, too. Yeah, because, I mean, honestly, to me, it is the most poignant. But in the, I guess what I was trying to say was in the grand scheme of things, in all of literature, it's not. But, you know, it really is. Screw it, dude. It totally is. After Shakespeare, it's totally more poignant than that. Exactly. And Mr. Spock is our champion he is the best alien of all time this week until we do this again spock isn't on the list and it'll be zoidberg or william shatner or space lincoln or maybe superman hmm superman actually did fight the aliens and he won i'm just saying i'm just saying if superman had made it out of that round if superman had made it out of that round superman might have won it all but i'm just trying to move it on mike thanks for listening uh, check out BacklotD.com for new movie news and lots of contests. For all your DVD needs, check out DVDGeeks.tv. Need Star Trek? Who doesn't? Look no further than Subspace Communique and their awesome podcast, Life After Trek. If you like audio commentaries, check out the Soulless Minions of Orthodoxy at SoulessMinions.Lipson.com. They do all kinds of commentaries for geek movies. Speaking of commentaries, Brian Townsend and I have a show. It's Into the Batcave. Nobody's listening. It doesn't matter. Listen to us. Uh, special thanks goes to Karen for being our web presence. Check out what she's doing with Chris Mitchell on the Geek Bites Tumblr. And of course, Jared Formby for the pimped out intros he creates. You can read his blog, Hey Star Trek, at HeyStarTrek.net. I'd also like to thank our guests for joining us. Uh, does anybody have anything they'd like to plug? Uh, Chuck? Um, nope. Nope. All right. Uh, Mr. Chris Wood. Yeah, we just did a couple interviews uh, for Life After Trek. Uh, we did an interview with John Billingsley. Uh, most, uh, I guess he was the most recent, but excellent interview. We also did one with uh, Eugene Rod Roddenberry, um, and that was an excellent interview as well. But you can check that out at subspacecommunicate.com or lifeaftertrek.com. Uh, Terrace. Yeah. Um, first, I'd like to thank you guys for having me on the show. It was awesome. <laughs> very, very entertaining. Uh, check out Geek Nation Tours. Let send me an email at headgeek at geeknationtours.com dot com, and we do all things geeky. And and if there's something that we don't do, let us know. But uh, uh, check us out and, and send us uh, just a note. Tell us what if we're if we're doing anything that you love. So, like, what exactly do you do? So I I build tours around geeky destinations and and things. So uh, for instance, we're going to Gen Con in August. Uh, we did Las Vegas uh, Star Trek convention. Uh, we've done San Diego Comic Con before. Uh, we're doing Emerald City Comic Con this year, and uh, we do miniature wargaming in 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 the UK. So, and Eschenspiegel in Germany, we're planning to go to, and even historical stuff like Gettysburg. So, we do uh, like a whole gambit of 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 geeky stuff. We're even thinking about a, a, a Lego tour, actually. So, so all things geeky, we, we go to geeky destinations. So you just set up the whole, uh, the whole like tour package. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like uh, Emerald City is a good example. So, for for instance, we'll uh, 
we go to explore the area first like we'll go to golden age collectibles and we'll go to the to uh um you know pike street market and boeing and, and some uh, future of flight uh, uh the history of flight museum and do a whole bunch of stuff around of course the the experience music project and science fiction museum and then and then we go to uh the convention too so yeah we try to explore the area and do some stuff yeah it's great awesome time <laughs> cool beans mike you got some plugs uh, yeah, you can find me on these Odd Complex podcasts where we talk about comic books and comic book related things. I also on the Weekend Geek video show where uh, I, I also talk about comic books. I talk about a lot of comic books. Um, you can find us at uh, geekfights.net where we have the lists of show ideas, uh, the brackets we mentioned earlier, previous episodes, and more. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and the Zoom Network or like us on Facebook. If you'd like to be on the panel, just contact us at geekfights at gmail.com or at geekfights on Twitter. That's all it takes to join the Legion of Geeks! Our upcoming fights are, let's see, next week is Best Ape, maybe. (laughs) And then after that is an episode that I'm actually dreading, not like I was dreading Nick Cage versus Kurt Russell. It is Best of Farscape. That's right. It's going to be a new style of episode. It's going to be weird. Uh, any and all ideas are welcome. Thanks again for listening. Until next time. Keep fighting the geek fight. Good night. know since that uh Rene Arbajon was a shapeshifter he might be other other people that we just don't know about <laughs> there you go <laughs> oh yeah i was wondering if he's the thing or not actually that would be cool <laughs> if, if you merge the thing with star trek and just make it a changeling <laughs> see wow that almost completely works other than the fact that no the- that could work wouldn't the founders launch them into space it just fell through a wormhole and Oh, yeah. Landed on Earth in the past or something. (laughs) And it was a baby, so it couldn't fully form. We've got it. The Star Trek Kurt Russell connection. (laughs) We don't need that. Yeah. (laughs) We know where that ends. We we know. King Tut's asshole. That's exactly where it ends. (laughs) See, I like being able to say that it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah, none whatsoever. Anyway... Uh, let's start a fucking episode. Cool. Uh, and we're explicit, by the way, so you can swear as much as you want. Oh, shit.
<laughs> Not you, Chuck. You know you can swear as much as you want. No, Chuck, oh. you have to swear less than you want. <laughs> yes. Damn it. Well, Chuck, <laughs> Chuck, I'm assuming he's going to be relatively sober because he's planning to go and drink. So Yeah, that's right. So, you know, I'm only on heroin right now. <laughs> <laughs>